All right, y'all. Now I'm just gonna go public with my predicament that I've kept the lid on for quite some time, but I don't really see how I have much to lose from this. I'm just walking around where there's traffic and whatever. Um, not really trying to make a incredibly big deal about this, but I have a varied assortment of listeners and maybe some of the people who are involved in this process too, who knows. But uh, there's just some basic things that have happened in relation to higher education, uh, in my case, and I find plenty of them highly critique-worthy, to put it mildly. And I'll get into how and why it is this. All right, so, okay, I study uh, theology in a higher degree, now, I don't agree with a lot of the ideology over there that they're doing in the name of theology. And I do suspect maybe that has something to do with me having to deal with some of these things, honestly. Like, you know, I'm a public speaker. Sometimes I haven't used the best language, you know. Uh, but I've not been arrested on any of that thus far. And so, I would assume that if that is the case, uh, they would go in that route instead. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. They could make a case for that. Uh, I think they should do that instead. Acting <laughs> uh, this way. Towards me. Now, uh, my wife and my mom have both told me that I need to be a bit careful. Especially my mom. She seems to think that... These people could be dangerous. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they could be. Um, you know, I've never heard about stuff like this happening to people uh, in ordinary democracies before. I mean, now, there are certain things that, uh, that they do and whatever uh, in different education institutes and stuff that, you know, maybe this makes sense. What do I know? But, like, I am reacting a lot to how this has transpired and what's so good about this is that I have all the evidence in written form of how they've treated me and some of the things that they consider valid processes over there and I'll be getting into first like how this story sort of starts like what's the legitimate real issue behind it at the bottom of it I guess and I consider my whistleblowing in this form as like just a little podcast clip like this as a valid form of uh, informing the world of this and once it has been recorded and published my varied listeners who are in different places of the world can do a cross check of some of these things they see happening um, elements of what I'm telling you what I'll tell you about cannot be proven elements of it but certain elements can be proven in written form but I'm not going all that way yet uh, we'll see what happens uh, I have a switch I can just push and then I guess sent anyway it's already Sort of ready, I guess, you know. Um, I'm not trying to make a big deal out of nothing. But I just feel like this shouldn't be happening to, to people in their studies and, and stuff like that. So, now, let me get to the juice of the point. <laughs> so, I study in a higher degree, like... I'm really on my fifth year, but I've been held back a year now because of a process. I'll go further into detail soon that I find peculiar as well. And I'm honestly not sure if they're even following the law in that regard. So that'll be kind of interesting to just lay out for my listeners. But uh, this other thing, the first thing, I'm not sure if this could... Uh, <laughs> be uh, interpreted as being a violation of some law or whatever, who knows. 
it's it's just what it is but i i react to it so here we go so i'm in uh, this higher degree and there's one particular subject that i'm taking that is uh, sort of like practical thing where you combine what they call praxis with theoretical knowledge and stuff like that and so we had what was called praxis that's where we go to a certain place and then we are there for a bit and we uh, do things like basically we i was supposed to be uh, the role of uh, basically a priest i suppose you could say um, so i start on a monday and the entire praxis internship or whatever period uh, is five weeks total and I start on a Monday and I do a few things but not too much uh, one thing I remember is that I hadn't brought nice black shoes like you're supposed to on the first day so that was kind of dumb of me but so I got in and went and got some black shoes and <laughs> put them on and whatever but uh, mostly I wasn't doing uh, too many things in the beginning. Uh, I was mostly observing. We were given a few kind of simple tasks, I would say. Um, they had not started yet. Well, I, yeah, I had started some of it, but not in a way where that could be judged or anything. Now, I was called into like a counselor talk with the person who was responsible for me over there on the Thursday. So I started on a Monday. I was called in for a talk on the Thursday. Remember the entire duration is five <clears throat> weeks and I had not yet done any official things, I would say. Um, but so we had a, what's called Weilenings talk, uh, basically like guidance, counseling. And I was informed that the person could perhaps not accept my entire praxis, basically fail me. And I was informed that the reason for this, I mean, the reason that I was given was very shallow, according to me. I feel like it was too harsh of a message to receive so early. I don't understand how that was supposed to be good pedagogically. And this becomes very meme, but this is completely true. <laughs> One of the major contributing factors to this person who was responsible for me over there saying that I shouldn't pass was the fact that they were doing a sort of like UN inspired sort of social game. It was, it was a game, G-A-M-E, a game where I was supposed to be the world bank. And then I was with all these kids and whatever, and they were just running around going crazy. And I was like, whoa, this was a lot, you know, I just, uh, whatever, I didn't really understand the rules either. Neither did the person I was playing the game with or his other assistants. None of us really knew the rules, I guess. And so I gave to I gave out money. You were not supposed to give, I guess, money. But I don't understand how the rule the, the game can work if you can't give different nations money. And then I was supposed to be much more strict with the poor nations. I had been too nice to them or something. I don't know. So this was used as basically the main argument for not passing an entire five-week thing. There were some other things, you know, but that was like the main thing. Now that's, that's pretty silly, I would say. It's kind of silly. And I was also really surprised to receive that message so early. And so I done fucked up. I goofed up a little bit. <laughs> I did. What I did is that um, I sent the message to the person who's responsible for me over at my school. I don't know what the name is in English, but like a student counselor or whatever, where I just wrote my opinion, like what I felt. I felt it was kind of dumb, you know, 
and it felt I wrote I felt like it was kind of like she was out to get me kind of I wrote you know it just felt weird I thought it was weird and another reason why I thought it was weird is also because the person right after we had talked said that it was kind of like a test and if I hadn't reacted at all like what type of person would you be then so I was like okay this is like some sort of like psychology role play mind games or something okay I don't do that that's not me I don't understand the purpose of it really but anyways I wrote that message and I sent it to the person who was yeah, I've explained. He was my student counselor at my school. And I called him and we had a talk about it. But so I don't receive any reply to the message that I sent. But there's a very important element of the person that I know of the uh, yeah message that I sent to him. I would say. Now, so what I wrote is that like, oh... One of the things I wrote. Now keep in mind I have the message, okay? Of course I have it because it's written. It's basically a form of proof, I would say. But so uh, one of the things I wrote was that I would really appreciate it if this stayed between me and you. Like I just wanted it to be like a me complaining on a private basis, basically, you know. Nothing more. I'm just like, okay. Basically, you know, my psychologist who I went to at this time, and that's the thing they tried to use against me as well. But I really don't think there's anything to go at there. I mean, they can try, but it just looks kind of dumb. I'm totally fine. And I go to my shrink, uh, and he's cool, and whatever. <laughs> but uh, I consulted him during this time. I'm really happy I had him. He, you know, who knows, maybe he's lying to me, I don't know. But he also found it very strange. And everyone else who I have told told this story find it quite strange. It's just peculiar. It's like weird, you know? A weird way of reacting. Like completely not aligned with, I don't know, normal behavior, I would say. Uh, but, you know, people could have their discussions on that. But anyway, the entire Poxis thing was five weeks. Um, I did pass. I got some critique on some things that I felt like then it was valid. Like I'm not going to get pissed off and start making a fuss if I feel like it's valid. There were things about my level of expertise within the field of what they were trying to teach us that semester that I was... Uh, a bit lacking in, I would say. Yeah, it's true. And I was always upfront about that. Uh, but I also got some uh, good things here and there as well, you know. But then it was uh, kind of serious. Then that was a good, like, I don't know, it was uh, correctly done, I would say. You know, and yeah, there is actually a difference between correct and incorrect pedagogics, I would say. And I find this entire situation very peculiar because... This is an institution that basically, you know, their specialty is supposed to be pedagogics and ethics and morals. And I would say it's all pretty lacking uh, in this case. But so, eight weeks passes after that. Um, and I'm called in to have a conversation about what happens over there. Because the person over there recommends it uh, and so eight weeks after I had sent that message that I first sent I am required to show up at my school to have a conversation about what happened over there at the specific place where I had my proxies and I'm explicitly informed that I should bring the student priest and I understand that that's because the student priest is supposed to be the person who takes care of the students well-being and supports them in different 
decision-making processes that may affect their livelihood, future, psychological state, or whatever. Now, I said, because I kind of knew sort of like what was going on there, I said that uh, I really don't need him to be with me, but I was then told that I should, and so I did. All right, and so then I show up in the school eight weeks later, and so it's uh, my consultant, whatever, studio leader, the dude who's in charge of my praxis, he's there. And the student priest is there. And the leader of the program is there. And there, um, interviewed slash sort of grilled a little bit, I would say. I'm grilled. And one of the first things that happens is that... My student counselor, he has printed out the message that I sent to him privately and brought it with him. Now, I'm sure there's nothing in the law or whatever against that, but I find it strange. Uh, I don't think I would do that if I was him. Like, it's not something that would cross my mind, thinking ethically, morally, and pedagogically through things like in a meeting with a student I could have done it if the content matter of the message was unstable, violent or something like that like uh, like I was uh, calling the person like a filthy hoe <laughs> you know something but there was nothing like that in, in the message really I was just expressing my discomfort with the situation of being told that maybe my entire thing would fail based on something that was not well warranted according to my opinion but I didn't really get into that in the message but okay so it was some if it was something more severe according to me now everyone has their own uh, subjective definition of these things uh, then i would perhaps do that but i would actually inform the student first of that um, so i just consider printing it out bringing it with you and then sort of using it against someone when they're unprepared without even telling them a violation of uh, student trust and also a violation of your role in an institution as a person with a higher degree within pedagogics your responsibility is a student now i'm like 32 years old but it could be someone who was 21 you know uh like i'm equipped to sort of deal with it i suppose and i'm also equipped to uh not lay down to this kind of bullshit that's what it is absolute bullshit uh bullying behavior i think not all right but so we go through a bunch of things there there's some things about me uh, that I use a weird language and they have a hard time understanding what I mean when I write and some different things you know uh, and then I like go through how I can try to become better on that I guess and we talk it through but the entire time is kind of like it feels more like uh, they're going after me a little bit and that's a thing they will latch on to as well they they go after that type of language like because okay so if you feel like they're actually going after you in some way and you express that because to me it felt a little bit like she was going a bit after me because of what she was using for her warrant for saying it and what, well, now I've revealed the person's identity, I suppose, gender, but whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, the person's uh, identity, <laughs> who cares? Um, yeah, I felt a bit like that. A little bit, I did. And I think that would be uh, quite normal uh, in most cases. Uh, but that was turned into a huge problem. Not so much when we were talking, but I could sense they were going after that. That because I was feeling that, they were trying to figure out, like, uh, if I'm paranoid or something's wrong with me. I don't know. You know, something. So I had that feeling when I left that place in the first place. Uh, I just thought it was kind of weird. Like, it felt like more like an interrogation with the police than what you do as a measure in a real actual faculty uh, in my opinion 
but uh, it got even worse after that because so that was kind of silly I think uh, but then it progressed to a thing they wrote about me called uh, they call it a referat a referral basically uh, a document about me and how I act and whatever I guess how how I am um, and that was just very 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 negative and there was a bunch of things there that I found incredibly strange so first of all they had noticed that I reacted to the fact that the student counselor dude had printed out the message that I wrote to him but this they used in a manner where they they wrote explicitly in this document that this suggests that I have a poor role understanding when really it's the opposite uh, the person who printed it out and brought it with him without even telling the student is the one who has a poor role understanding uh, he's not a police officer he is a dude who has a PhD or master's degree in a social subject uh, his role is not to be an interrogator who brings forth evidence towards someone else that's not his role and it's a breach of trust and basically just basic ethics and morals just like normal human behavior it's not decent it's not a good thing to do uh, but they twist that around you see to make it so that that suggests that I'm not fit to become the degree that I'm becoming that's what they were trying it seems like and they also took up the fact that I went to a psychologist and stuff like that and uh, you know this entire episode just reeks for me and what they wrote about me completely reeks and so that's why I'm bringing it out to the world because uh, they'd like this to stay sort of like just between me and them and whatever but I think this should uh, go out public uh, so that people know that this type of stuff is actually happening within the field of academia in Norway in 2022 and now we're in 2023 Another thing that was really dumb about that referat about me is the fact that I can prove factual mistakes. So for instance, I wrote that it kind of feels like uh, she singled me out and then the referat written back about me is taking that out of context and making up something that I didn't even write. So you can see it's his interpretation and they are making what I did worse than it actually is. So an obvious, like it's basically it's a lie. It's a form of lying. Uh, it's not true. Like I now I don't have this referat in front of my face right now, but I just remember how that was written and I pointed that out in my reply to it as well because uh, you know that's not what I wrote you 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 are writing in this thing about me that I wrote X when I actually wrote Y you know it's not factually correct and you can just double check it you can see it right next to each other so that's an, that's another thing but uh, further from this is another thing that's I don't know this episode and the way they wrote the referat about me and whatever is what I reacted to the most. Just like the series of events that ended up looking like this. It's just crazy. Like how they basically made a whole thing out of nothing. And even lied about it. And also acted like they were cops and whatever. You know, weird. Uh, I never thought I'd sit through that before. And my shrink made a pretty good observation that basically what has happened is that I had been in a proxis plus and felt uncomfortable with the message that I got and basically felt like uh, my livelihood was on the line, you know, like my, my degree or whatever, because it's an important subject to pass. And therefore I had reached out in maybe not the best fashion in the world, 
but I hadn't really received any type of help with that. Uh, the only thing that really happened is that it was printed out and used, out, used as a piece of evidence against me. And okay, that's really strange as well. All of this can be proven, of course, and my family knows about it and many others. So, uh, if these types of tendencies get worse, it's not like people don't know that this is happening. So they can know that, uh, you know. And uh, But anyway, there's another thing about this subject in particular in this institution. And that is that there's like a, a basic test you have to do where you have to get eight questions correct out of ten. And uh, it's really simple. It's not very hard. It's very basic. Very basic. Um, and you're, you need to pass that to pass this same subject. And the person who's in charge of that is also a colleague of the person who wrote that I forgot about me. And so, like, they... These people know each other, you know, uh, they're in the same institute. Whether that has anything to say, I don't know. But probably, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just thinking ADIQ logically here. But so, um, eventually they put me through with that referat thing and they eventually land on the conclusion that they can't not pass me or whatever and I need to be let through, I guess. But I found it very uncomfortable that they were trying to make it seem like I was not fit for my role and also that they were trying to basically make it seem like I was kind of mentally insane or something I don't really know that's what it seemed like like they were pathologizing me um, completely without any just warrant mind you but uh, further from this there's another thing in that subject. Now, I've told you about this. There's more to it than this. Uh, but I'll stick to it like this right now. Doesn't have to. I don't have to go into further detail about that right now. But um, in that same subject, like I said, <laughs> you have to uh, get uh, eight questions right out of ten on like uh, a basic test. Like It's pretty easy. It's like something you could do at a one-year course where like that's how I got into theology in the first place I did a one-year course that was part of a teaching degree just to try it out I wasn't really sure if that's what I wanted to do uh, but then I found out I wanted to do that so I continued into this other degree that I'm in now where I'm at my fourth really really fifth year uh, now but so you could have that in like the first year degree course it's not very hard but this test is really peculiar because so in every instance of grading within higher a high, higher institutions in Norway and this includes the faculty that I'm currently enrolled in you have to well no you don't have to but uh, when you deliver an assignment or exam that is really important to you like where you get a grade or you pass or not ordinarily it's done through like a system where the student has certain rights like for instance first of all uh, it's always anonymized uh, like they don't supposedly know your identity that's like an important thing and then you have certain rights like for instance uh, if it does not get a pass if it fails or whatever even if you get a B uh, you can uh, file a complaint about your grade and then it can be graded again by another set of eyes. And this is really important to have that in place in higher education. And uh, the reason explains itself. It's because, for instance, in Bergen, uh, the city of Bergen, Bergen, that's where I'm from, uh, there's a psychological faculty and there's really strict like you need to get basically a straight A grade point average to reach it through this like year it's like a year where you're put to the test and so one time a girl there she got like a C and she was like oh no I got an A and everything except this one grade was a C so I'm gonna try again and so she tried again like she got it graded by someone else but then the C became an F. Uh, <coughs> so you can see 
clearly that <clears throat> it's important to have, sorry for the cough there, a, like a, to be able to look through something another time. Now, this time the result was a catastrophe, but it also revealed that one sensor can see an, a C and another can see an F. So, that reveals why it's important to be looked by more than one person. But the outfall can still be negative for the students, you know. But it's always anonymized. And uh, I've talked to some people who study law and who study the medical profession and who have studied psychology. One of the hardest degrees to obtain in the kingdom of Norway. And... None of them have ever experienced what I've experienced in the same subject where this event transpired. And that is the following. <laughs> okay, so what was happening there, or what happened, is that, or I guess how they do things in this subject, is that uh, you write your name, and then you do this 10-question course thing where you write a reply it's not a yes no but you have to write some things about certain like whatever themes that's kind of basic as to do with luther and the church and different things but you write your name and so it's not anonymous in the first place and this is the first time i've experienced this in higher education where it's not anonymous i find that very strange and in addition to that, they don't have any like rights for the students. So, like if you if you fail, and then you request that what you have delivered to them gets looked at by a different set of eyes, and you know why that's an important right to have as a student. They don't have that right. I've read the course material and the explanation and I've asked them and that's what they say. That is also their official standpoint on this matter. So it is judged by a single person and uh, your name is written down there and that single person can fail you or pass you. You don't get a grade because it's so basic. And so, but if you fail, you don't you have no recourse. You can't get it redone or whatever. But you get one more uh, <laughs> attempt at doing it. Now, I'm not going to go into certain weird things about this event as well. That's merely anecdotal. But they can also be proven by timestamps. Or I guess I will. So the first time I did it, I felt pretty good about it. But, you know, now... I digress, it could be I failed, I don't know. Uh, that's a part of the problem with this, is that I don't know whether I failed or not, except I've been told that I did. And I've not been able to have anyone else look at it, and I've not received what I delivered to them. So I gave them uh, my thing, my test, and it was failed, and then they didn't even give it back to me. So that's also something I've never experienced in my life. But the first time I did it, went home feeling really great. 10 minutes after I arrived through my door, I got the reply that it had failed. And then I was like, whoa, okay, well, all right. And so I asked uh, quite specifically if I could get it back because it was kind of important to me to go through it. I wanted to see what was wrong. Like, in primary school, middle school, and high school, whenever I've written an assignment and delivered it to someone, I've never not been given it back. They have always returned it to me, and then usually with a grade instead of a pass-fail, as is the case here. But then you have notes and whatever, you have an explanation. Okay, this is what you did wrong, and this is why, and this is how, etc. But that did not occur. But I did ask for it. But anyway, so I go back and I do the test again. And this time I've prepared.
prepared very well. There's other circumstantial things as well, such as... Now, this does not prove or disprove anything, but the first time I did it, I was the last person to leave. I sat there the longest. Uh, but it was only me and one more who didn't pass it. Then I show up the second time and I do it again. Deliver it with my name, of course. And so I go home and I'm really anxious to see the result because this subject in particular has another thing about it. It is required to continue in this course. You have to pass this subject. So it was that thing with the referat about me, all, all that passed. But so I get to do this second test. So you see the subject is divided between several instructors and whatever. And then a week passes, two weeks, perhaps three weeks, I don't know. I can fact check it, but a long time passes. And I don't get a reply on the results of my tests. And so I actually reach out and ask, what are the results of my test? Like, it's kind of important to me. I need to know how it went. And some time passes after that. And then I get a reply that it failed again. Now, all of this makes me a bit skeptical. And especially on this point, like the previous stuff, people just have to take my word for it. You know, it could piss them off and they could start acting even worse. But when something like that has already transpired, that's a sing signal to me that uh, it's not going to be to my benefit to stay with it as a secret to myself or whatever. Because it seems like these people aren't really uh, doing the right thing, you know, in this regard. So... Uh, I think it's better if people know about it in case it gets worse. And it could well get worse. But, so in that subject, it doesn't pass again. And uh, then I ask, of course, again, like, okay, could you give me back my test? I need to get my test back. And then the person says, yes, you can come to my office and we can go through your test. And then there you can also be given the test for me. And I say, great, uh, that makes me happy. Like, please give it back to me. And then I don't get a reply. And uh, it's not incumbent on me to uh, ask him even one more time to give it back to me. I've already asked on it the time before and this time he said I can get it I've said okay when do you want to give it to me and let's talk like okay so that I'm prepared for next year or whatever that doesn't occur but then yeah so that's just that you know um, doesn't feel too good to me I'm not really sure how this is supposed to be valid or whatever but um, like I said, I talked to someone who's a shrink, educated. That person has never, with all their poxes and everything, had to uh, write a thing with their name like that. That is very peculiar. And I guess on this issue in particular, I can challenge them perhaps with some law or something. Because I find it highly peculiar that in all other subjects you have your name anonymized that's you know to shelter the student from misdoings that's the point of that obviously everyone understands that and then uh, that you don't even have the right to have it looked at by someone else that's not a part of that thing and it says so on their own web page and I checked into some law around this and I'm not sure if it's allowed or not. I'm not entirely certain about it. But um, so I'm supposed to do this again this uh, spring and uh, I've notified them of this now. Uh, like I'm on to this. Uh, that like, okay, so if we have a situation where I write my name 
and deliver it and get a fail twice. And I ask to get the test back twice, but I do not ever receive the test that I specifically asked to receive. That's really strange from the get-go. And in addition, um, <laughs> putting into question the fact that on this particular course that carries extreme consequences basically for because it makes you so okay so if you don't pass it you can't get an education there so it's just like an example so why is it not subject to the same rights like this fairly evident on itself you know that you know i'm i'm not even sure if that's legal like according to education law and whatever but uh, so if it happens again, that's when I notify them that like the next time when I uh, write my thing, I demand to get it back. And I wrote to them too, like, you know, through my entire schooling, like from primary school to middle school to high school, I have never experienced this before. Like this is exceptional. This is unique. Uh, I don't think I've ever uh, heard about this before. It's uh, quite uh, strange, you know. It's not, uh, you know, don't you think that's kind of weird? I guess they could do stuff like that and, like, I don't know, if you're trying to uh, get into uh, intelligence services or something, I don't know. But this is a normal uh, <laughs> normal university, you know, <laughs> and a profession degree. And uh, so I was thinking, okay, maybe it's because it's that proxies and whatever different thing. Like, okay. How are they justifying that? But uh, I know there's nothing like that on in the medical studies or in the lawyer studies or in the psychological uh, degree and whatever. And all this I've informed my family of as well, of course. Uh, so this is a known fact now, like some of these uh, things and uh, all of it, of course... Uh, can be proven by a virtue of a lot of it is written down so I just consider it evidence uh, and most of what it that evidence goes towards now this matter of uh, this particular subject not being subjected to any of the ordinary checks and balances that are put in place to benefit the students that's one thing now, that could be illegal on its own. I don't know. Then there's that other uh, thing uh, that I told you about earlier. That, you know, a lot of people will say maybe there's nothing to go with there. But I'm just bringing forth... I'm bringing it to your attention that some stuff like that has been happening. I guess the main reason for doing that is, like I said, in case it, uh, it gets worse. We never know how these things actually function in this time of, uh, you know, it seems like a lot of things are going down the toilet and uh, there's a lot of <laughs> highly developed deception going around and uh, certain things in the media and other places. So, you know, you never know how that will develop. But uh, in case it did get worse, then at least, you know, I have my entire thing here and lots of people know about it. So uh, that's good, I guess. Now, we'll see what happens this spring. Um, I think... Uh, now we'll see how, how costly it'll be for me. Just thinking finance here. Uh, bringing forth a case on the second part of what I've told you about. Uh, now, I find that important to do because I don't think it's right. And I'm also unsure whether or not it is legal in the first place. I mean, according to what society is supposed to be. There's supposed to be certain checks and balances put in place for these types of things. Um, and even minus, if we just exclude what I told you about earlier, that just remains a fact. That like, okay, so you have this thing where they know your identity because you've specifically made it so, instead of just anonymizing the test. And then when you fail, there's only one person who gets to look at it by <laughs> virtue of appearances. And you don't have the right 
to have it looked at by someone else, which is a right you have in all other matters. But I called them too and talked about this and that was like, yeah, well, but that's because that's a study demand. So they're calling it something different. It's not an exam. It's a study demand. But the outfall is still the same. It's the same as flunking in a subject matter as if you had failed an exam. Therefore, you have to do it again. And if you fail that too, you fail the entire course. So it's just like an exam. So why is it not subject to the rules and regulations that otherwise exist to maintain the rights of the student? You know, I think everyone can see this on their own. And so I've sent them a long email about this. And uh, whether or not I pass this spring semester, I may or may not bring forth a case, a case when it relates to that. Now, some of the other things with the referat and whatever, uh, I've been told that's supposed to be encrypted and stuff and like whatever. So I'll have to maybe get in touch with a legal advisor in regards to that. We'll see. Uh, maybe I won't well spend more time on do, doing anything in that regard either. But uh, I think it's good that I've expressed the fact of the matters like this, this type of behavior towards me, so that people know that it's going on. My main reason for doing that, uh, in case some of those people, I don't know, who think that's okay, who are, or who are perhaps, I don't know, involved in it, like, I don't know, giving a stamp of approval or whatever, so that they know that a lot of people know about this, you know, and uh, I can also prove it. And so, you know. Should it get worse, then it's not going to look so good. <laughs> uh, really, uh, that's what I would say. Now, like I said, I'm walking around on the street now. Uh, so you can hear cars and stuff. That was my update on, uh, on my uh, predicament that uh, I'm currently in. Now, the worst that happens, of course, is that... Uh, I don't pass next time and then, you know, I can't get my degree there. But then I'll just have to take my studies and try to do something else with it. Um, but I do think that some of these uh, things that have occurred could be interesting to uh, certain people who, you know, are supposed to safeguard I don't know, what should you call it? Democracy? <laughs> now, uh, I really don't think uh, a series of events like this... Whoa, it's literally ice with water here. And it's a downward hill. <laughs> I, may, I might fall soon. Now, but uh, yeah. It's just a, a strange series of events. And uh, I also find it quite peculiar that they have that thing put in there as a demand that they have given their stamp of approval on in relation to this test. Where they're just saying, yes, you know, you don't have the right to uh, have it looked at by someone else. You know, and yes, uh, you're not anonymous, so we know who you are when you reply to it. You know, it's like, okay. I don't consider that, you know, that's not serious, if you ask me. Some of these uh, antics, honestly, like, you know, the way I feel like I've been treated myself, at least, really feels to me sort of childish, honestly. It's like, it's kind of dumb, you know, it's just kind of dumb. It's like, okay, you know, dude, you know just stick to what's true you know like with the the thing like don't why print it out and bring it with you without informing me and whatever you know it's just like what 
I'm, I'm 32 years old. That other person's probably 40 or 45. I don't know. Like, what type of grown-ass man does that shit, you know? You send a message and he prints it out and uses it like a police interrogation. You know, <laughs> what? It would never cross my mind to do that. I just find it strange. I do find it really strange. But we'll see what happens later. Now, uh, with that, my Bible lecture series is going to continue. It's gonna go full speed. And I'm just looking at other options for income and for my future. And, uh, you know, maybe it's not smart to say this, but I'm just sort of thinking more and more about leaving this retarded nation. Um, but we'll see what outfall is from this. Uh, if the official standpoint where I can bring the evidence of not the first thing of my thing, we'll see what I do about that. I'm not sure if I do anything, but... Uh, Especially my second part of my complaint, basically, or my, like, hmm, what's going on here with this test and whatever, and how they're doing that. If from an official hold, that does not hold up to scrutiny, and they say, yes, you know, we think that's okay in a higher institute, in, a high, in an academic environment, we think it's fine that uh, you can deliver a test twice, ask to get it back, not even get it back, when your name is written down, and that you don't have any right to any inquiry or second opinion. So if that's the case, then, you know, there's no academia here, and the school is not a serious school. You know, then it's like, I don't know what to call that. It's pathetic. <laughs> but with that, I wish everyone a great day. Hail Christ. I believe in Christ. Uh, I really do not think that these people believe in God uh, or Christ. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. Um, over in the Institute. Now, this is just my... Sub it's not really my subjective opinion. Some of the ideological things in the background. Everything needs to be deconstructed. needs to be climate alarmism and gay or whatever. You know, it's kind of like, okay, dudes, you know, it's kind of dumb. You know, every <laughs> It's what Peterson is warning about and others. And, uh, you know, Richard Dawkins recently published like 450 scientists in the UK who say they can't do the work anymore because they don't have academic freedom because of the gender thing. They're not allowed to say which gender is whatever, you know. It's like, what the fuck, you stupid, pathetic. And, uh, you know, if there's security forces or whatever... Okay, dudes, you motherfuckers, uh, your children, they're going to grow up in this anyway. So, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I don't give a shit. But with that, I wish everyone a great day. And I will. No, perhaps not. Not this Sunday, but maybe next Sunday. You'll hear from me in the Bible lecture series titled Epsilon. In the meantime... I'll be writing my things, doing my things, making my connections, making my voice heard, getting this out. What's right is right. The truth is the truth. Christ is king, according to me. But some people disagree. That's fine. You know, uh, that's totally fine. With that, I wish you all a great day or evening, depending on where you are. Bye bye.